0: Them. They put up the belt and the holster for you guys in the trivia question. So you're going to need to go to their YouTube channel. Actually, they've got it posted on their Facebook now. The video that you need to watch. Watch that video and tell us where was high-threat concealment born out of. You know, what area of the country uh, were they conceived. So watch that video, post the answers on their Facebook page, like their Facebook page, and say, was here. some people, check it out. We have a complete line out there, and uh, we're very excited and uh, really happy to uh, finally be in the rifle arena, and, and it's only rifles versus uh, just components now. So That's It's right, exciting kind of for us, and we're happy to move forward. You guys are doing complete rifles now. You're doing the 5.56 five, So, here we go. Awesome stuff. Yeah, we had a blast with that little 22. We took it out to the range and shot some X Steel Targets. X Steel, steel. Targets. Which is a, another sponsor of Talking lead We didn't quite do like a, a little musical tone like Chris Chang did with his, but uh, ours was more like thrash metal, is what our sounded like. So we were like more of a five finger death punch, you know we were playing on that. But we were going to town, and we had a blast with that. So I can't wait to get my mitts on the,
1: the new line of rifles that you guys have. You know, they've seen them. A little bit of the video that we did with uh,
0: Viridian, uh, you guys had featured your rifles there at the Viridian booth at SHOT Show. And uh, so the leadheads have seen a little peek of what's to come. But if you guys got the full line on there on your website right now, descriptions out there, and uh, we're real excited about it. I think it's a a long time in the making, and uh, the the launch is uh, well overdue. I think we've had all this stuff in the works. Gosh, I remember how long we've been even talking to you. Oh, it's been a long time. Yeah, Yeah, so just sourcing everything, getting everything lined up, and making sure that we have a quality product that is, you know, reliability, quality, precision, all the keywords we're going after here to make sure that this is a great product. So we put it Around down range to make sure that what we bring to market is outstanding. And uh, I think I can speak for everybody internally that we feel awesome with the product we have. And we're excited that move forward here. Well, with what you've told me of all the, the research and development that you guys put in behind this, all the, like you said, the, the lid you've been putting down, range, test them out. You know, it's good that you, that you didn't rush to get something to the market. You actually tried it, you proved it, and then you brought it to the market. Yeah. And we've been doing this. This isn't our first rodeo. We've actually been um, an OEM supplier for some top manufacturers in the country and top many top brands in the country. Um, and we still are. We're still supplying them their their components. Uh, you know, we are getting out and we're doing it on our own now. We're going to take all those learnings and bring it to market. You know, we've done a lot of uh, great things with a lot of great companies and learned a lot of valuable information. And now it's time to. Uh, on the business for ourselves for a little bit here and uh, yeah. Some rifles. Yeah, the stuff that you've been bringing to market with the shotguns and you know, the, the rifle accessories have been phenomenal. So it just makes sense that since you have been providing these parts and whatnot with all these other companies, why wouldn't you make your own rifles? Yeah, absolutely. And I, the idea that we've really had all along is, you know, It's it's just a big step to go from a supplier to a manufacturer and then to, uh, you know, we're selling our our own product. And, uh, you know, Zach and I and uh, Shannon and many of us internally have been working very hard to bring this to market. And the focus, again, has been on having a quality launch, quality product. And we're not just going to launch, you know, any old turd out of the market. We want to make sure that our product is... uh, is good um and we feel good about it so that's where we're at today so let's talk a little bit about what how you did do your research and development you know what kind of processes did you put your rifles through to to really test them out and know that you had a great product here the key for us is um and when you come on a visit you'll see we have we really finally control our uh, quality control processes in manufacturing. So the AR-15 platform has been around for a long time. All the different specs and dimensions, it's all pretty standard and it's out there. And, you know, the critical dimensions are pretty easy actually to to maintain. And we have a uh, room in the center of our facility, a brand-new facility we've been into just about a year now. Um, But we've put a room in the the dead center of the facility that uh, is our quality room. And uh, we have robotics that measure every single part. And, you know, our one of our main focuses is part one, 100,000, 10,000, and 100,000 are all the same because we're measuring along the way and throughout the entire process doing quality checks. And and that's something that, you know, that's a reason why these big companies have used us as a supplier for so long is we can really almost guarantee the precision and and the uh, machining and the manufacturing processes. So, honestly, once you have that, the rest of it's just assembly, and you know Zach leading up our assembly team. Um, it's it's a pretty easy process to assemble an AR-15, and, and then from there it's you know how much rounds, how many rounds you want to put down range, and how much fun do you want to have, and you know there's no shortage of that on uh, on any given day. At our now you were telling me that you've actually put these in the hands of uh, some military special forces guys,
1: you know
0: some some, some duty operators. operators, and they yeah. uh, they um, Getting some really good results. Does that mean talk about? Yeah, I won't give you so many specifics because I I might get uh, bumped off in the night with some of these. (laughs) Uh, No, actually, um, we're working with uh, several of the U.S. Marshals, uh, different special operations teams. So that's one sector that we're working with. Uh, We're working with local police departments here in Minnesota. Um, Several of them are actually uh, very interested in, in. our rifles, and then we're actually working with uh, some of the special operations uh, sniper teams out of Bragg, our three oh eights. Very tall. that and why we're taking our time with that is, um, you know, the, the launch of the 308 we have out on the market now, but we're not going to start shipping those until mid and the reason behind it is because we're going to hang our head on precision with those, and that is something that right now our 20-inch, um, and, you know, I don't have any... Uh, hard numbers outside of the, the guys telling me. Um, but I can show you a video, and I can, uh, you know, just in talking to these individuals, they're, they're dumping a magazine at 1,200 meters into a 12-inch head blade with a 20-inch shrapnel. <laughs> that's pretty damn good. I think, yeah. I think uh, they're probably walking around with some chippies <laughs> after that. Yeah, and so that's what we're really excited about. You know, I'm actually heading out no, military a, a couple weeks. <laughs> all about them. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> we both will uh, no, actually head out to, to Brad here in a couple of weeks um, to, to actually meet with him and walk through a lot more detail on those three lights. So again, we're doing the uh, the R and D. The guys that are you know, these, um, really some heavy duty operators, giving us the feedback and they bring into us what they you know want need. Some of the uh, requirements, and um, you know, that's that's what we're going to bring to market. And you know, we're going to we're really going to our head on that accuracy and, and reliability with the 38. As it sits right now, um, they're shooting, they're getting half to three quarter minute out of them consistently. They got over five thousand rounds through the 20 inch, and I think at least that, may be more, for a 16 inch barrel. So, what Are you going to do an 18 now, inch? Uh, uh, we have an 18 inch, um, you know, kind of in the works. Uh, there's not much that isn't on doc, and it's just a matter of timing. You know, we just kind of continue to work through all the different specs, and we don't want to launch everything day one. We're going to have something down the road for you. Okay, don't want to shoot your bud. All in one uh, one release, pretty good a lot. Yeah, you are. I mean, you guys are with your rifle lines. You're offering some options. You know, it's not just your standard 16 inch. Um, you know, with uh, 13-inch handguard. You guys have options that you're going to be offering the the end user, right? Absolutely. We're going to we have um, multiple barrel lengths: 10.5-inch uh, from a 5.56 five, perspective, 10.5, 16, and 18-inch uh, barrel options. There are three different hangar lengths um, as well, and the same kind of deal with our, our blackout. We have a 10.5 and a 16-inch blackout, and then 308. Like I said, we're going to have the uh, 16 and the 20-inch out of the gate. And then don't forget the little 22. That uh, everybody needs a couple of them. So we have oh, and yeah. a quarter, we have our little 9 so, and inch, so, then we have a 16 inch uh, 22 as well. Very cool. Yeah, got to yeah, everybody's got to have a 22 AR in the collection. There's just no reason not. Just for fun. They are. I mean, and, and economy wise, you know, cost wise, to go out and train and shoot you know, the 22 round, it's you know, it's nothing. When you shot with case, you could tell ours is uh, you know it's a match grade there, obviously. But then it's all metal, and we have our our completed rifle is actually going to launch with a uh, with a red dot included, which is pretty dang nice. And then talking to Zach, he uh, he's pretty happy with the price point. It's going to launch as well. So yeah, we're going to be you know, we're pretty excited about the Can we, can we talk about prices on? Uh, the other rifles, where, where are they going to start at? Because I know they're going to gonna be customizable and people can get different options on those, but where are they going to start at? Yeah, so the, the ten and a half inch rifles are going to be starting out at 14 dollars um, and they're going to vary, and that's what these um, with the mid-length handguard and with the stainless barrel uh, going up in handguard length, barrel length, uh, and adding, we have a black barrel finish as an option. Um, that's going to bring it up with the 18 inch barrel and the extra long handguard, that's going to bring it up to like 1650 dollars 50 retail. Okay. Um, and then the 22s are going to be the, the pistol is going to be 700 and the rifle is going to be 9 And that is with the, with the red dot included. Now, when you say pistol, will the 5.56s the, um, five, five, and the blackouts be offered? And I know you're doing less than 16 inch, so pistol size, uh, will you offer those? a pistol configuration versus SBRs. Uh, SBR. That's, that's probably going to be coming down the road initially, we're just going to be doing them as SBRs. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely something that we've been talking about. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's a popular thing now, especially with those braces that are on the market. There's a blue bazillion different kind of braces out there. And I know the market for that's out there. You know, people. Right, and that's definitely really a that. part of the market that we want to address. So, yeah, it will be, will be something that will probably be out, not out Now, I've been, I've been rocking your Corvette comp on my 300 Blackout, and um, the rifle that I built my girlfriend, Tia, uh, she's been using that competition uh, muzzle brake. What kind of muzzle brakes are you guys going to have on these? These are all going to ship um, with a flash hider that we've designed uh, out of the gate. It's basically a 3 prong design with... Uh, an enclosed front to cut down on that ring that you get when mm-hmm. with the three's on. Right. Um, and then we are working on a redesigned compensator that will be offering as an option. Uh, oh. Again, you know, once these are out and moving, but the initial offering is going to be with our flash hider. Gotcha. Very good. And that's a, a new redesign. It's it is, uh, designed from the ground up for these rifles. So is isn't as big as the rifles, but that we're yeah. excited to get out there. That's what you had on them at SHOT Show, right? Um, it's similar. The, the ones that we had on at SHOT Show were just the straight-up three-prong that we had done, um, and we decided through another bout of testing that we wanted to come out with something that wasn't going to have that ring that the three-prongs get. Um, right. And some of, our, some of our co-workers were a little bit more irritated with that than others, <laughs> That, that's, that was kind of the reason for the new design. And we are going to start offering some other uh, flash hider compensator designs in the coming months here. But that's us to the initial product. Consultant. I'm excited, man. I've been, I've been jazzed about this uh, since, what, November um, when we've kind of been talking about it hot and heavy. So uh, I'm excited! <laughs> I can't wait, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah we and, you know, it's obviously been a long process, as Casey was describing. Yeah, so but this is the perfect time, perfect yeah, time right. of year to do the release, also. So, March 28th, is that when you're going to start um, shipping these? Right. Yeah, well, the pre sale is going to start on Monday. Um, the pre sale email will be launched and everything. Yeah, and then we're planning to ship on the 28th. Yeah. So, this is just this is an addition to everything else that you guys are doing with all your shotgun components and everything. You're still going to continue to do those, right? It's also going hot and heavy, uh, especially with snow goose season and full swing. Yeah. that's the shotgun, so it's keeping us plenty busy right now. Very cool. Very cool. All right. So, you guys, make sure that you go to Nordic Components' website. It's nordiccomp.com, and you can get the specs on all these new rifles that they have. And are you guys taking pre-orders right now? We are. Okay. There you go. So, you guys can go to nordiccomp.com go ahead and pre-order your 300 Blackout, your 556 or the 22, and then the 308's coming down mid-summer, like you said, right? Correct. And can they pre-order those right now, or do they got way way to pre-order those? Right now, uh, I'm not. You know, we're not doing to go just because I don't have a hard date to communicate to them. Right. Only when we're going to get them. And everybody's behind me because I'm first in line on that one. <laughs> 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 That's the first time I was on, so. The, uh, the Nordic component 3 on the like left hand is right so now it's time for hey Rob Semper Fi, do or die hold them high at 8th and I it is time for the talking lead jack wagon of the week so brace yourself baby show, I'll go ahead and start us off, get everybody warmed up, and I'm going to kind of go back in time, I'm going to jump on the Back to the Future DeLorean, and I'm going back to the days of O.J. Simpson and the White Bronco days. There's been some news recently uh, introduced, and I just saw it today, I don't know how it's been out, but apparently they found a knife or something, and they're doing some forensic studies on it to see if it's the knife. Was Nicole Brown and Ron Goldman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's been so long ago, but I mean, I remember that day vividly. Um, my parents were in town, and I was at their hotel room, and the TV was turned out, and I saw this white Bronco on there, and I saw all these news flashes and things going on, and I was like, what the heck is going on? And so that's where I was when that happened. Um, but I'm throwing O.J. Simpson on the jack wagon train, just because yeah, he got away with not that he actually got away with it, because his life has been a living hell, which it should have been since then. And it looks like it's going to continue to be that way with this new uh, evidence, supposed evidence that they found. But uh, I thought he'd been long overdue to be on the jack wagon train. So welcome to the jack wagon train, O.J. <laughs> I like it. I
1: think
0: you, uh, you hit the other on that one. That probably a long overdue one but, uh, yeah. yeah, and uh, it's it's not past me. Go back in time and grab somebody and throw them on. And we've got that capability now. <laughs> We're talking about a time machine.
1: Now I'll, I'll throw
0: just anybody who has done anything with politics. <laughs> anything <to> throw <laughs> up. I hate this. Who cares? Don't you and hate election years, man? I hate election years. You can't turn the TV on. You not do nothing. That's, that's all anybody ever is talking about. And at the end of the day, it's, it's all the same. And so, all it is is one of them bashing the other one. That's all it is. Yeah. I mean, it starts off where, oh, yeah, I'm not uh, getting into the dirty politics and you know, dragging names to the mud and blah, 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 I'm going to run it up standing. And then the next week, you know, they're doing exactly that. Yeah. Uh, it's the least, uh, I just am not a big fan of election year, So anybody who's in the politics, welcome to the jack wagon. <laughs> also, speaking of politics, I think we uh, would be missing out if we didn't throw on that senator from California who was heavy on the anti-gun bandwagon a few years ago and then just got sentenced to prison for gun trafficking like last week. Oh, People was that the, um, there. yeah, the Asian guy? Yeah. Yeah, we threw him on the jack wagon train back when that happened. That's been a while, so he just now... Yeah, he just got sentenced. Alright, so, all politicians, welcome to the jack wagon train. <laughs> oh, yeah. and, and I'm going to go ahead and throw Mitt Romney on the Specifically, just for the, the sh- that he's stirring within the Republican Party itself, just trying to cause turmoil and upheaval, and that's all I'm going to get into about that. Mitt Romney's on the back wagon train pitch. Lead. Fact to fight the myth. And I do believe Zach has one force this week. So yes. right, I do. Yes. Um, but my facts, and it's obviously a whole lot more of an opinion than a fact. Uh, and at least an opposition to a myth. Um, I think there is a big conception in the firearms world today that you know there's no value in buying a. Complete rifle anymore uh, for AR-15s <laughs> because components have gotten so cheap and plentiful that you can go you know, build one for half the price of a complete rifle. Um, but I think you know there are some disadvantages that come along with that, and this is coming from someone who has built you know half a dozen rifles in his life. Um, yeah, you know, but there is you know, a benefit having a manufacturer standing behind your complete rifle. Obviously, if you go out and buy Lower and an upper and a handgun and a barrel, all from four different companies. None of them are really going to give a rip if you screw up putting your rifle together. Whereas, uh, you know, if you buy a rifle from a manufacturer complete, like North components, right? Like North you have someone like me that you can call up and complain if your stuff doesn't work. Um, and will you know, stand by and do something about it. Right. Um, so that's, you know, kind of one benefit there. And a, a company that's manufacturing complete firearms has the benefit of being able to say, okay, this one upper out of the hundred that we have sitting here matches up really well with this lower out of the hundred that we have sitting here. Um, you know, and that's something that the average person doesn't necessarily have access to if they're ordering a lower online and going to their local gun shop and buying an upper. You know, you've got. Quality yeah, control, yeah, you guys have that so you can make sure that your your specs are really tight. Right, and that we're meeting a consistent product goal. So uh, you know, so I think that's I think there's value to be had there. And also if you're one of those weird people who, you know, sells your firearms, uh, you can say, Hey, people who know what they were doing put this rifle together instead of I know what I'm doing, I put it together yeah. in my garage. So well also, I mean you bring up a good point because resell uh, if You know, I'm buying, and I buy a lot of firearms. You know, I'll train, buy, and uh, if I don't know the person who built that specific rifle, you know, if it's one of those home-built rifles, I'm not going to have anything to do with it because I I don't know the guy, I don't know what his capabilities are, and, you know, I'm just not going to trust it. But if if it's a Nordic Components, you know, it came from Nordic Components, a full Nordic Components rifle. sales going to be a lot higher on something like that, too. But
1: you also, I mean, you bring up a good point, too, about the warranty um, that manufacturers
0: offer on their their products, their firearms, their complete rifles. So if you do have issues with one, then instead of trying to track down good Bob, you know, who built your um, 300 blackout and blew up in your face, you've got, you know, nobody to go to. unscrupulous individuals out there who slap a rifle together just to be able to sell it. Yeah. Whereas, you know, on our end we're, we've got rifles like we were saying before in the hands of U.S. Marshals, people in the military and, you know, we're putting rifles together and those rifles are the same rifles that are going to the people who order them off of our website as the law enforcement agencies
1: that order them. I mean, we are building rifles and we're not building a special
0: rifle just because of where it's going it's in the same wear so Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Now, is it like a lifetime warranty or what's uh, the... No no it's, it's for the lifetime of the rifle as far as, you know, defects or assembly issues go. You know, mm-hmm. Obviously, if you blow through, you know, 25,000 rounds on full auto and call us up and <laughs> make <sure you're> <laughs> again. That's, that's a little bit different. Sorry. Yeah, absolutely. You know, or if you, you know, do something stupid with a suppressor, you know, obviously some of that stuff's on the end user, but that's one of the things that we pride ourselves on is standing behind our product and, yeah. you know, making sure that... that's another works. thing, too, is, you know, a lot of people have that conception that they can build one a lot cheaper than they can, can buy one, but uh, the prices of ARs have come down so much, and the price of the parts and the components, if you're buying them separate, I've built several myself too. And the ones that I've built here recently have have been a lot more than if I'd have just gone out and you know bought a manufacturer's rifle. Sure. You know, I ended up paying quite a bit more. But you know, for me it's just it's the enjoyment of, of building something myself, you know, having that <laughs> the, the the sense of accomplishment and you know that's mine and it's kind of that, that sense of accomplishment of you know I made something. I still offer the, the parts uh, separate as well, so you're going to sell uppers, you're going to sell lowers, you're going to sell the, the muzzle brakes, and um, but you guys are going right. to do a charging handle, and you still do. I know you do charging handles. I've got one. Uh, what about my mm-hmm. carriers and things like that? The well, I think the majority of the people that build their rifles versus the people that are out looking for a complete rifle, um, those people far outnumber the, the home-built rifle crowd. Right. So. <laughs> right good fact to fight the myth, man. Well, thank you. Appreciate you bringing that to the table. All right, so now it is time for, since Zach's, this is his. Now, Casey, we put you through the first-time guest question, right? Zach with a couple, uh, just, just just so we can learn a little bit more about Zach, uh, what kind of man he is. <laughs> How did you originally get involved with firearms, Zach? What's your earliest recollection? Uh, my well, my earliest involvement uh, predates my ability to remember it, uh, but my <laughs> the day that I was born, my dad snuck away from the hospital and ran to the local sporting goods store and picked up a single-shot bolt-action twenty-two for me. So there's a picture of me in the hospital bed with my mom with the rifle. Oh, that's awesome. Um, So that's the earliest uh, association anyway. You Um, can post that on Facebook. Shooting at the brain shooting at sugar cookies, and, <laughs> and should yeah. Trying to come up and steal them. Um, but yeah, that's, that's where it all started for me. And my dad, you know, was, my dad was big into into firearms and shooting and working on them and everything. What's that's the first? What's the first fire that you could call your own that was your, your gun, your rifle? Um, I think other than that one, um, probably my my folks got me a uh yeah, yeah, Savage Model well, 111 and 2506. When I was probably about, I like about 14. Okay, um, so that was kind of my first, you know, real rifle. Now, did um, you use that for hunting or your target? Yeah, did yeah, some of both, um, both. Lots of both. Um, what was your first thing you killed with it? First was a deer, white tail. Um, you know, that's kind of the starting thing up here. Um, your teeth. So, oh, yeah. I'm sure you had shotguns, too. What was your first oh, shotgun? Plenty of shotguns. Um, first shotgun I had was a 12-gauge Browning EPS pump. You still have it? Uh, you. Nice. Yeah. it <laughs> yeah, I mean, Nice. Winnie more from from. Yeah, no doubt. You are in the firearms industry, so. I no. uh, am. Yeah. I would hope so. And you are in Minnesota. Yes, sir. When it comes to pop culture, what is your go-to, whether it's a movie magazine, a TV show,
1: a song, a video game that's firearms related? That's firearms related. Um, definitely the Fallout series
0: of video games. Ah, uh, you're a Fallout guy. I am. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a huge history geek, so being able to combine like alternate history, Cold War kind of stuff with yeah. all sorts of either real or totally, totally ridiculous firearms is the perfect combination. Have you me. played the new one yet? I have. I haven't spent enough time on it, but I do have it and have been working through it. Cool. Uh, my brother got and He was telling me about it, all the, the new things that you're able to do. He said you're able to actually build your own firearms in this one. So right. Get the components and stuff and build your own custom kind of guns in it. Yeah, so that's great knowing that I can leave the office after a long
1: day and go home and work out more guns. <laughs>
0: Right. Exactly. Yeah, I know in the, the previous one you could like do your own load, your own ammo load, so they have like right. ready loading stations, and yeah. uh, right. I was like man, this is cool how they're getting so detailed and realistic with these yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah, the amount of detail and the attention to detail that they put into those games is just—I uh, think that's one of the things, aside from the subject matter, that's really appealing. To yeah. The and I got to admit, I mean, you're on target with that game as far as... Because they work history into it as well. So they got to have them in these different areas of the country. Like, one of them was in the, uh, the D.C., Washington, D.C. area. And there was, like, a museum there. And it was, it's just, you know, I'm getting off the subject. <laughs> well, I think the perfect example of that that I have, just you know, as a closing note on that subject, um, in, there's a old guns group that I'm active in on Facebook... And in Fallout, as the uh, the mini
1: nuke, and it's a, <laughs> a slingshot launched, <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: Uh. And uh, yeah, and somebody posted a picture of the blueprint drawing from Fallout, and they're like, Was this a real thing? <laughs> Can this be made? <laughs> yeah, you know, and obviously everybody who knew the game was like, No, yeah, and all the people who weren't familiar were like, Well, no, that's not real, but there's this navy cracked nuclear missile on shoulder. It's a launcher from the 60s that was real. Dude, I wouldn't be surprised at the next big, you know, gun grabber, you know, push. You know, now people can make their own nuclear slingshot guns. Nuclear slingshot. And they're going to use fallout and show blueprints and fallout. (laughs) That's going to be great. I I would expect nothing less from most of those people. No doubt. So, speaking of awesome and cool guns, what is your next got-to-have? CZ805. Yeah. Um, it's a, you know, 223 semi-auto uh, gas piston operated. Um, just a little bit, you know, something different. Um oh, yeah. you know, I've got a bunch of ARs around here, so it's just kind of cool. You know, I have it out for a little bit. bit. It's a little different. Yeah. And yeah, it's yeah. also easily interchangeable with calibers. They've got 760 by 39, and I believe they're coming out with 300 blackout and some other stuff, so. to all the questions, just kind of to see the, <laughs> the, the top ones there, but uh, the last one is, if you could spend the day at the range with anybody, whether it be fictional, uh, historical, or somebody who's still among us, who would that be for a group of people? Um, well, the top one, and the sentimental choice would be my dad. My dad passed away four years ago, going on four years ago. Um, you know, so it would be, it would obviously be a yeah, uh, awesome. and I would love to have my dad back, too. My, yeah. It's been about six years since my dad passed away. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so he'd be the number one pick, but aside from family, I would have to go with John Browning. John Browning, okay. That's a first. I don't think anybody's picked him yet. I, like I said, I come from a gunsmithing background, so. So I that, said, so that, 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 that that, actually shooting, you'd just be picking his brain on that, absolutely. <laughs> to how to build or what to build next? Oh, yeah. That would be cool. So, what what do you think his opinion of how firearms have evolved since uh, his day? What do you think his opinion would be? Do you think he'd be happy with the way they've evolved? I do. Um, you know, I think he'd be obviously really impressed to see the stuff that he designed 100 years ago or 120 years ago is still in service with the military. Yeah. Um, yeah I mean, I think he I think he often gets thrown around as this terrorist ideal of what old firearms design should be in the idea of some people in the firearms world um I say I mean he was a a, a forward thinker you know he was thinking <laughs> exactly. years ahead of his time because his design is like you said I mean it's still the basis right. for the rifles that we're yep. shooting today and, and I think I think his legacy overshadows the idea that you know he was manufacturing the stuff that was very modern when he designed he obviously had an appreciation for new technology and designing something new. And, you know, I have to believe that he'd be, he'd be interested, if nothing else, interested to see what firearms are today. Yeah, and I'd be interested to see what kind of push he would he would have in influencing the next evolution of our firearms. Right. man. would be it's cool. All right, man. That's, uh, a good line of questioning there. You did get on those. I prepared all day. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. you didn't. Because <laughs> you didn't know I was going to ask you this. <laughs> surprise, surprise, surprise. Is Casey still with us? No, I'm here. Okay. Feel I free. to am on uh, Zach's toes. He's, uh, he, he likes to get into his uh, history and his uh, firearms. Is. If you're making me uncomfortable, I'm not going to him being quiet as much. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean that's it's just true. a testament to the to the type of people that you guys have working there. You know, at more components. It's people who are about firearms, or who you know, have firearm backgrounds, and have a genuine love and appreciation for firearms, and not only making uh, the firearms, but making them better and improving them. Yeah, you know, it's, it's unfortunate that I don't have um, Shannon as our product development leader. He is. Uh, he and Zach literally sit, you know, arms like apart, and uh, if you can record their conversations, I think it make episodes then. Next <laughs> well, we <laughs> got to <laughs> get yeah, Shannon I get on next time. Yeah, Shannon is, uh, he is a solid, uh, he's an incredibly intelligent um, individual when it comes to firearms. He's taught me a ton. I don't proclaim to be an expert at all. Um, between he and Zach, they're, they're definitely educating me. And then Yarvo, the owner of the company, um, he He'll literally like had a fingerprint. He's uh, 100%
1: finished. But he has his fingerprint on every product we do. He, he literally, um, most days you find him either running
0: a machine or, you know, designing something on the computer. He, he is a true 100%. absolute absolutely loves firearms and is, you know, he can tell you everything about every machine we have. He can program every machine we have. He can run every robot we have. all awesome. He's,
1: um, he's a, a hands-on owner. <laughs> Yeah, so awesome. and, uh, between the three of those guys, um, I, I, I think I
0: said this last time, I, I just saw everybody on the pretty face that uh, runs for <laughs> those guys are the, the ones that make me look smart. You're the big girl, you're <laughs> I was just going to say, you're if huge. you huge. You can see me. and realize how gorgeous I am. This, uh, this is just a podcast. <laughs> well, I did have you in the video. Uh, so people have seen you. You, know, you, you yeah. had in the YouTube video solid steel so it's to feel my friend there you go baby. and then when we come up to do the tour I'm sure you're going to be leading the tour so let it have to be yeah, you'll have to listen to me <laughs> very cool alright so now it's time for our trivia question and as I mentioned earlier in the show uh, the high threat concealment trivia question is still up for grabs so make sure you guys go back and listen to episode 142 find out what you got to do to win the belt of your choice that they make, and the holster of your choice that they make. Uh, very cool prize package, and uh, that is up for grads. We'll probably make that announcement next week, but now we're going to announce the winner of the Multicam trivia question from way back in episode, was that 139, where we had Jeff Benrud and Ricky Johnson and Ernesto uh, from Team Multicam on and you guys had to go to their website, do all the stuff that you, know, that you normally have to do, like their YouTube video, like the Facebook page, leave your comment on the Facebook page. And we had a really good participation on this one. In touch with me so that I can pass your information along to Ernesto so we can get you that prize pack. Uh, hit me up on Facebook uh, send a message to the Talking Lab webpage. talk to. Very cool. And uh, we will pick a lucky winner for one of our handguards of your choice of life. Wow. Wow. Very easy guys. So all you gotta do is go to their website which is NordicComp.com, look up the weight of that XL handguard. Uh, they're going to have a post on their Facebook page uh, with the, announcing the release of their their rifles. And under that, like that, like their Facebook page, share that post. Make sure you tag Norton Components and Talking Lead. And then always, uh, on, a, on that post in the comment section, put your answer and say, Leadhead was here, and you're going to win your choice of the Hangars. That's awesome. Very cool. That's what we do here is we bring coolness to podcasts. So man. I love the winter, man. I love it. You say that, wait till 40 below kicks you right in the teeth. You know you're there when your eyeballs freeze. <laughs> you laugh, man. That is no joke. We can arrange that. You can arrange that. So get that. Man. <laughs> well, I'd like to come up before, because winter's about over. You know? So I'm, I'm going to get up here definitely before next winter. And we're going to get a tour of the place. And uh, Minnesota's beautiful in the summertime, too. I've been to Minnesota before. Yeah, yes. so I'd definitely welcome anytime. Um, love to show you around. So it's a pretty impressive facility. We do tours uh, quite a bit. There are agencies and different groups of people coming to checking us out. And there isn't a person I met yet that hasn't been just absolutely impressed. So it's, it's, we have a very it's brand new building, uh, very high-tech stuff going on, robotics and different things like that. So it's pretty cool to see the whole operation. And, uh, I also get to look at Zach and I and let's just be serious. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's gonna be a good time. Alright, I'd like to thank our other sponsors. Uh, X Steel Targets. Make sure you check those guys out at xsteeltargets.com. They make the very cool AR five hundred steel targets. Uh, they've got all kinds of different sizes and different targets. They've got the spinner targets, they've got the shooting trees, they can custom make whatever you guys want. Check them out at XSteelTargets.com. XSteelTargets. I'd like to thank Cobalt Kinetics, one of our new sponsors. Cobalt Kinetics makes those very cool uh, competition rifles. They have just started their three-gun season, so make sure that you check out Rick, Nick, and Kalani. Those guys are tearing up the circuit already. I think their very first competition. Uh, they placed 1-2-3, and three. great weekend, kicking off the 2016 season at the 3-Gun Nation Southeastern Regional. So that's Rick Birdsall. He won uh, the factory title. Kalani Laker was second in the Unlimited. And Nick Atkinson, which he's got the, uh, the Wyatt Earp-style mustache going on, very cool looking, uh, was third in the practical. So congratulations to those guys over at Cobalt Kinetics. Also, I'd like to thank our buddies over at Tactical Walls. Make sure you check them out for all your home concealment needs, tacticalwalls.com. And uh, if you've got some sort of cool idea of a, a home concealment storage, furniture, piece of furniture, those guys can help you out there. So make sure you check them out at tacticalwalls.com. And we want to give a super huge thanks to our main show sponsors, Nordic Components. Thank you guys for stepping up. And thank you guys for sponsoring KC. The yep. the Mitchell family, and hopefully you guys can hook me up with them, and we can get them on the show sometime. I think that'd be you will know, you know, you know, Get Jerry on the show. I know everybody'd be interested in finding out more about Jerry. Yeah. And then of course our, our good buddy Jesse Tischhauser he's a great guy, nice. and uh, he joined us at Shot Show. He was on the show that we did with Casey uh, at Shot Show. Jesse was there. Yeah. Have you heard? Have you heard how he's doing? He started his season. After